the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by co-host Don Dix, who's head of the Corona Chapter of Act for America, a nationwide grassroots national security organization. Our third co-host is feeling a little under the weather today, or he has something more important to do, whichever it is. <laughs> Hard but, to imagine he'd have anything more important than to be with but, us and our special guest for this half hour. But John did score our special guest today, Evan Sayed, comedian, uh, commentator, but he bridges those two worlds between doing comedy and doing uh, serious commentary. Actually, he is. Uh, I got this directly from his website, so it must be true. The nation's leading conservative political comedian and in-demand master of ceremony for Republican events, the one, the only, the incredible Evan Sayet. Welcome, Evan. Wow. Wow, guys. Yeah, that's me. And, and just think what John Hancock's missing out on. Uh, did I finally get it right, though? I want to know. Did I get that intro right? Just like Evan wrote it. <laughs> there were other things. You know what? The problem is I, I wrote that a long time ago. I am I am all that and so much more since then. <laughs> Indeed you are. <laughs> and, and now you're modest, too. You know, I've got a friend, Kendra McGowan, who, who I will brag to. I, it's not even so much brag to, but just tell him what I'm doing. And, and after a few minutes, I'll stop myself and I'll apologize for sounding arrogant. You'll say to me, you know what, Evan, you're not arrogant, you're accurate. There you go. I like that. You're a different A word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll leave that right there. Yeah, well, yeah, someone said that it's not bragging if it's true. Yeah, and that, and that is correct. And I do have the signal as you lecture in Heritage Foundation's entire history. I do have another lecture that Rush Limbaugh talked about on air for five straight days. I do have the single, single most successful tweet in perhaps Twitter history. And, of course, I not only rock United IE's annual gathering once, not twice, but I'm going to be the first and only person to be invited to all three events. Well, that is true. That is, that's, that, And that's quite an honor. That is a dubious distinction. And you're also <laughs> the author of a most important book, The Kindergarten of Eden, How the Modern Liberal Thinks. I know, and it's brilliant. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you used the title I gave you. Yes, it's a good title. It really it explains who they are. They think that if we could just return to kindergarten, if we could just return to the naivete of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, if we can just reject all fact and reason, we can return to paradise. That's the, that's the gist of liberal thinking. Sure, and then socialism could work. Well, and socialism is basically kindergarten. Everybody gets a cookie, nobody gets two. If you have two, it's proof that you stole it from the other one. 
I mean, it, it really is. In fact, there's a book out there called All I Ever Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And in it, the author says, take the lessons from kindergarten and extrapolate it into the most sophisticated-sounding terms, and you have the answer to every question, personally, familial, uh, community, nationally, and internationally. And in fact, if you take Democratic Party policy and you boil out the pseudo-intellectualism and get it down to its essence, every single one of them is a, a lesson that they learned in kindergarten. Everyone. And you know what? Speaking of kindergarten, we have we have an all grown up kindergarten and university spread across the country that now has special padded rooms called safe places. <laughs> a whole uh, and, and, yeah. After after and, Milo, and, you know, and, and, go ahead. And, and the perfect the perfect example was when it, I think it was the University of Michigan, a matter of Michigan State, or you know something, one of the Michigan schools. They were going to show, um, I don't think it was 13 Hours, it was American Sniper. Right. And they were so upset, and they were so upset, and they were so upset, so they offered an alternative movie, and it was Paddington. Paddington Bear is a child's book. They couldn't, they couldn't put up with the grown-up, and so the alternative was the infantile. Well, and also at the University of Michigan, they just, uh, Milo Ianopoulos from Breitbart recently had a debate there over, over regarding feminism and, and free expression. And after that, the university offered group therapy to the students. Right. It, it, it is, you know, it's funny, which is why I'm able to make a living as a political comedian, but it's not funny because it's real. You know, if, if, if the consequences of leftism weren't so horrific, and by the way, leftism includes Nazism, National Socialism, it includes Communism, and you see it, you see it in, their, in their fascist tactics on the college campuses and elsewhere, where on the one hand, yeah, they, they baby and they cuddle the children, the children, their children, their grown children. On the other hand, if you try to speak on college campuses, they viciously and virulently attack you and probably disinvite you. Well, that's exactly what happened to Ben Shapiro this week out of Cal State University, L.A. He was scheduled to speak uh, with the organization, has a chapter there, Young Americans for Freedom, and the university professor finally on Tuesday, I mean, professor, president, finally on Tuesday canceled the event saying that there wasn't time to schedule another speaker with an alternative uh, <laughs> worldview, despite the fact that over the past year, they've had radical leftists on campus and they did and not. And those are just the professors. That's right. And they did not. Well, they've had four years of alternative point of view. Right. Every classroom they step into, every child they speak to, every psychologist they go to, uh, every television show and movie that they show on campus, every single one is the leftist point of view. So the fact that there's one non-leftist, but the reality is that liberalism is so obviously and so fundamentally and so totally wrong that they can't and not allow an alternative point of view to be heard. Which is exactly why people need to show up on March 19th, Saturday, for the third annual Unite IE Conservative Conference so you can hear more about this for directly from the incredible the humorous and the politically insightful Evan Sayet, who is going, who's returning for the third time in our conference's history. So we're going to, uh, can you, can you stay with us for another segment, Evan? Because we'd like to get your take on what's unfolding in the political landscape. 
I, I will be here for one more segment. You got me, guys. Excellent. Thanks. We'll be right back after this message from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Ed sponsors this show and the Unite IE Conservative Conference. We very much appreciate his patriotic spirit. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM590, The Answer. AM590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. We have on the phone, on our newsmaker hotline, the one, the only, Evan Sayet. He's a comedian of the political world, which is really hard, you know, from a conservative standpoint. There aren't too many people of your stripe out there that are able to uh, graft humor out of the political landscape from a, from a conservative perspective. You're unique in that regard. Um, in, in some ways, but in some ways not. It, it's much more a matter of business. It's not hard to make jokes at the expense of the left. It's hard to get jobs once you have made jokes at the expense of the left. <laughs> That's very true, because all across, we were talking about college campuses, all across college campuses, not just conservative comedians, but comedians that even expre- have, have, have a viewpoints on the left are no longer able to go on because the, they, they're, because of the PC environment on college campuses. Let me tell you how bad that is. Jerry Seinfeld, who is so non-political, who is so, and, and I say this, it's a, it's a word that sounds like a pejorative, but I don't mean it to be, but it was so milk toast. I mean, his entire act is about Superman and breakfast cereals. And even he has stopped performing on college campuses because the PC is so bad that if you even approach the shadow of something that they can spin into bigotry, so if he makes fun of cereals and, 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 and makes fun of uh, Lucky Charms, well, then the Irish children are upset, and then there's, they have to have psychologists come in, but they have to be a pro-Irish comedian who has to be there, and it's just so not worth it. To, to, so if Jerry Seinfeld can't go to college campuses because they're so childish and infantile and, and so easily offended. Imagine somebody who actually makes a joke that has a little bite to it. Absolutely, absolutely verboten. I understand that you are a consultant with the Ted Cruz campaign. Oh, my gosh. Like, yep, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm a big deal in the campaign, not the biggest of big deal. But I'd say, in, you know, I go to meetings of the top 15 folk, 
uh, they fly me into New Hampshire, and, and we prepare for the debates, and we talk policy. And what I really loved is that every single person in that room has their lane, has their primary responsibility. You know, the pollster is the pollster, the, the, the campaign manager is the campaign manager, the scheduler is the scheduler. I am, am there to, to, to uh, tighten up arguments and, and to make uh, long statements more pithy and easily graspable. But if any of us have an idea on any subject, we are encouraged to jump in and, and contribute. And the idea that, that uh, you know, this is just a closed campaign, not that anybody said that, but campaigns tend to be insular and closed. And, and this is one of the most open and intellectually uh, oper- uh, you know, offers the opportunity for actual intellectual debate and discussion before we get to any conclusion. And then at the conclusion, every single time the campaign manager or whoever's running the meeting says, finally decided to do this, who are my dissenters? Let's give you one more chance to dissent. Interesting insight into the mechanics of this. Assuming this is, right. not, assuming this is not just a paid gig for you, tell us why you support Ted Cruz. Look, I'm a conservative. I believe in conservative values. There have been so many, and I am so pleased and so proud of the lineup that we presented from day one. Rick Perry is a good, decent man and a strong conservative. Uh, uh, Scott Walker is a good, decent man of a serious accomplishment. You look up and down our line, and there are so many people that I am pleased and I am proud of. Uh, Ted Cruz, for me, is, is the one who has most consistently been true you know, to his ideals. And, and I understand sometimes you have to compromise. Sometimes maybe you do join the gang of eight and see what you can accomplish. But that's not this time in this place in America today. We have to have somebody who's willing to go to the wall for the things that are right and the things that we believe in. So do I have differences with Ted Cruz? Of course I do. But of the candidates that are out there, there's nobody who I am more confident who, if and when he is elected, will do what he said and, and, and will fight the fight. What do you think of Cruz's prospect, assuming he gets the nomination? What do you think his prospects are for winning? Um, well, first, let me say I really hope he wins for all those reasons I just said. Plus, I'd like to go to the White House. Uh, that being said, you know what? This is a race like no other. I have never seen, uh, nobody's ever seen Donald Trump and, and the kind of campaign he's been able to pull off. You know, so at the very first debate prep, the first meeting that I was invited to, somebody had a great description. They said, preparing for this debate is like a NASCAR driver preparing for a race knowing that one of the drivers is going to be drunk. <laughs> okay, 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 but picking up on that analogy then, why is the drunk driver leading by a wide margin? You know, I, I have a theory, and I've not heard anybody else espouse this. Everybody has a theory. Here's mine. You know, there's a moral exercise and actually a, a, a real-world uh, occurrence called the uh, ticking time bomb scenario. In the ticking time bomb scenario, you've captured a terrorist mastermind. He has knowledge about a bomb that is about to go off. You don't really believe in torture. 
Not only don't you believe in torture, you don't even think it works. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but, but you know one thing. The usual way of going about things to win the terrorist trust over time, to befriend him, and six months in a year, however long it takes, he'll give you the information. Well, you don't have six months or a year. So do you torture the guy? Even though it's against your values, even though you don't even know if it's going to work, damn right you do. And I think that, that so many Americans say, yeah, I don't believe in Donald Trump. He's not an evangelical. He's not going to say to himself, what would Jesus do before he, he, he implements policy? Uh, he's not a conservative. But they think the time bomb is ticking, that we don't have four or eight more years of the corruption of our culture, of the the, uh, uh, the the borders being overrun, of ISIS and Islam spreading around the globe, we just don't have four or eight more years to go through the usual channels of political debate and political persuasion and Robert's rules of order. And they are willing, you know, to, I, I, I hate to say this because in so many ways he's not, and I'm not a fan, but in a lot of ways Trump is like Jack Bauer. You know, you know, when the usual protocol doesn't work, put it in the back room, turn off the cameras, and let him do what he does. And I think a lot of Americans are at that point where they feel the usual way, We, even if you believe in the others, the usual slow process, we don't have time for. You know, I'm going to pile on to your using an analogy with another analogy. And this is one of the things that actually bothers me about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a hammer in search of a nail. Every once in a while, every once in a while, he finds a nail and he drives it in. But a lot of times he's denting the prized wood that is that's next to the nail. And a case in point is is the way that he goes after people like Ted Cruz saying he's a liar. He's a liar. He's a he's a this. He's a that. I'll give you, I'll give you something even, even more egregious in my eyes. Because I can understand that. I think it's horrific. I don't like the way he kneecaps as opposed to defeats his opponents. I, I, he, he, he works from, it's not the art of the deal, it's rules for radicals that he works from. If, if, you, if you follow the rules for radicals, isolate, naked, personal, ridicule. All right? it, it, he's exactly working. But I can understand him doing that because that's how you win an election, maybe. But why does he go after George W. Bush and say he lied about the weapons of mass destruction? Why does he damage? What a horrific, hateful, disgusting thing for the man to have said. I, I can't disagree with you because the reality of it is we have we have seen proven uh, in Syria and other places that there were weapons of mass destruction. Syria didn't have the capacity and, to manufacture and, them. And it's, and it's irrelevant. Well, if you want to say he was wrong, okay, fair enough, maybe. But to say he lied, what a vicious, disgusting, dishonest thing for the man to say. Okay, all, all of the world's intelligence reports, all reason, all of uh, Sodom's behavior. By the way, Sodom had used weapons of mass destruction in the past. So the idea that he lied, that's disgusting. No, I would I would agree with you there, and I think Trump, I, Trump has he never apologizes, but he back, he he backed off of that. And now that Jeb is out of the race, I doubt he's going to bring even bring it up again. But Donald Trump, well, but, Do, but, see, but, Do, but then again, 
But then again, if it's all just opportunism, all the terrible things he's saying about Ted Cruz when, when Cruz was down at 3, 4, 5, 6% in the polls, he was saying all these wonderful things about Ted Cruz. When he's doing all these wonderful things with Hillary Clinton, but now that he's up against Hillary Clinton, suddenly he hates her. I mean, he is totally an opportunist, and that's one of the reasons I'm for Cruz, is, is because, you know, somebody who will do anything to win will do anything once they've won. Jeff, okay, let me give you an example on the other side. Back in December, Hillary Clinton tried, brought out the proverbial war on women to try to hit Donald Trump with it. Instead of cowering or backpedaling like most Republicans would do in that situation, he hit her upside the head with Bill Clinton. I loved and, it. I and, loved she, it. and she changed the subject. No I, other Republican could or would do that. I love that. And it's absolutely, I understand the attraction of Donald Trump. But you know what? If you're a conservative and you think that America can only be saved through conservatism, then Donald Trump is not a conservative. Yep, he will do whatever it takes to win. He did it to a family that he was friends with for 35 years, the Ricketts, the, uh, uh, the founders of Ameritrade and the old Chicago Cubs, who, who supported a different candidate. And he said, well, you know what, guys? He said it publicly. Be careful. You've got a lot of secrets. I get it. It's powerful, and it can work against the left, and it can work against the right. But I want somebody who has strong and consistent values. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And Evan, I understand also that you have another somewhat lesser important appointment and interview to get to after this. <laughs> so we got to let you. It's, it's a pretty interesting interview. Tell there's Bill O'Reilly to wait. That, there's a supplement that goes out in the uh, Sacramento Bee, the San Francisco Chronicle, and I think it's the LA Times, it may be the Daily News. You've seen those supplements. I don't think it's Parade, but it's one of them. And it's on what it's like to be a conservative in Hollywood. Beautiful. So, yep, yeah, up and down the state just before Unite IE on March 19th. Make sure you mention our event. Evan Sayet, the wonderful comedian, political analyst, uh, person that is helping uh, advise the Cruz campaign, who's been with us, will also be at the March 19th Unite IE Conservative Conference uh, at the Fox Theater in Riverside. Evan, thank you for joining us. And that's Evan Guys, Sayet. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry about the background noise. I happen to be in a parking lot. <laughs> you go. You jump. Okay. And that's com, And now another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, sponsor of this show and the United IE Conservative Conference, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at WCCLoans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. 
Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We just heard from Evan Sayet, the comedian and commentator who will be at the Unite, i.e. Conservative Conference. He's working for the Trump campaign. Uh, Trump campaign. He you wish the, he was working for yeah, the Trump campaign. He, he's working for the Cruz campaign <laughs> and was, was telling us all the reasons he doesn't like uh, uh, Donald Trump. Which, you know, weren't that many, but it was an, it was an interesting and insightful conversation. Evan, as you mentioned, is going to be one of the speakers at the Unite, i.e. Conservative conference you can go to our website www.uniteie.com and click on the banner and it'll take you right to the eventbrite site and you can get tickets there as the word on breitbart is that trump fights like a leftist and you may not like how the how the game is played but he's playing it exceptionally well ken timmerman who we had on the show and was at the redlands town hall spoke about this and he said that trump's ability to push back on the media who will be all, who will be fully behind whoever the Democrat nominee is is worth six to eight points. Well, it, yeah, it's worth six to eight points, and it's also probably worth a lot in the street brawl, which is where you know, which is where Donald Trump comes from. He comes from a street ball brawl sort of mentality. Donald Trump is in essence a New York construction worker with ten billion dollars. Coming up next on the United Inland Empire Radio Show, we talk about how uh, the most pol- important political office is that of private citizen. We have some examples of folks in the Inland Empire who take that role seriously. You don't want to miss what's coming up after the break. Stay with us. The Unite Inland Empire Radio Program. My name is Don Dix, and I'm with co-host Greg, Greg Britton. I'll keep my freedom. I'll keep my guns. Try to keep my money and my religion, too. Try to keep on working. I watch the news and have to wonder if this country's going crazy. Talking about how much they love it here, but now they want to rearrange it. I'm just your average Joe, and that makes me smart enough to know. There's a bunch of us out here that feel the same. Going to keep our guys. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. And one of the things, Greg, that we talk about on this radio show all the time is the importance of getting involved. We talk about how the uh, highest and most important political office in the country is that of private citizen. Absolutely. And we have examples of that here today in a uh, several ladies that have joined us for the United Inland Empire radio show. And one of the things that we uh, are, are very keen on is the uh, participation that uh, and, and what goes on in the community with a group like we have here. It is the Republican Women Federated of Riverside, properly ca- called Riverside Republican Women Federated. We have the immediate past president, the current president, and another individual that's on the leadership team. They are in no specific order. Uh, Marion Peterson, who is the current president of the organization, also, as we learned just a bit ago, a retired parole officer. Hi, Marion. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Also joining us is a veteran of the Air Force, Shelly Linda Kukul. How did I do? You did really well. Awesome. Good. And she's the immediate past president. And way over there on the sofa <laughs> is Billy Payne, who was a uh, who, who worked her entire life as in the legal profession. Uh, welcome to the show, Billy. Great to have you guys here. Now, you're one of the groups that actually is helping uh, and participating in the upcoming Unite IE Conservative Conference that we've been talking about. We're very excited to have you be a part of that. 
We're excited to be a part of it too. Looking forward to it. We we had uh, previously they're had new on. this year. They're new this year, so they're recognizing the importance of the conference and being involved in the coalition with other conservative groups. Absolutely. Now, many of the people. Go ahead. We were excited to be involved with it this year, last year, and the year before. We wanted to be involved, and we didn't know how to get involved. Ah. And we attended your meeting here a couple weeks ago. And uh, found out how to get involved. Solve that mystery. That's right. Well, many some of the people out there might not be aware of who the uh, Republican Women Federated is. It's a national organization with also a state-based thing. What is the Republican Women Federated? It's a national organization chartered in 1938, and we have headquarters in Washington, D.C. When a person becomes a member of the local group, you also become a member of the national, the state, and the county group. And um, we're just out there trying to change, make a change in America, and we're make a difference. doing our best. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so you guys are the local chapter um, of a national organization, right? What kinds of things do you do? What does Republican Women Fed? What 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 do you do? How do you make an impact in the community? We have different um, events that we have throughout the year. We have different. Um, things that we're involved in. For instance, we have a program called Military SOS, and we collect baby sh- baby gifts, and then they're for the deployed, deplo- the the wives of the deployed veterans. A virtual baby shower, as I understand it's, it. It's actually no, it's not virtual. They we they, we collect the things, and then we go out to Twenty Nine Palms mostly. Okay. And um, have a baby shower, and all the pregnant or maybe pregnant women or women with little tiny babies show up. And um, they get goodies. Awesome. That's wonderful. And that's just the kind of uh, service that's a, it's a foundation of the country. It's not a flashy program, not glitzy. It's not making the headlines. But those are the kind of just those volunteer efforts that really made America distinct. And as, as de Tocqueville noted in his book. When I was in the Air Force, I had a baby towards the end of my hitch. And um, I was in California. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. And you don't realize how... There's nobody there. I mean, you have your military family, but it's still you're, you're all alone. Yeah. And so these women whose husbands in a lot of cases are deployed are all alone. They have no family. They may be far away. And we so we kind of provide for that. Um, one woman came to the baby shower and she she cried. She said, I had five outfits for my baby. That's all I had. Wow. She said I was doing laundry every day so I could recycle the same five outfits. Oh, my gosh. And so she went away with great things. How do you try to get involved in the political process and influence the, uh, the outcome of elections? We are involved in voter registration. We, I believe we registered, I think it was 172 people in the last year. Most of them Republicans or independents. Um, awesome. And so that's, that's really our primary focus, that and election integrity. We're oh, very, yeah. We're very interested and involved in election integrity. That would be through the group called the Election Integrity exactly. Project, Linda Payne's organization. Exactly. Yes. Yep. yep. Very good organization. Yeah, isn't California, isn't election integrity kind of an oxymoron? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Well, that's great because you guys have, how many members, are, how many official, now you have an official membership sort of roster? 135. 135 people. Yep. And I was just at your last meeting and you had uh, pretty mu- pretty close to 60 or 70 people just there. Just at our monthly meeting, yes. Yeah, we did. wow. It was very good. Also, we're going to hear about the Dictionary Project while we're talking about our project, which is really fantastic. What is that? We have been collecting funds through raffles and fundraisers throughout the years. For the last eight years, we have 
uh, given 15,000 dictionaries to third graders in the Harupa School District and any other district that we have been involved, but mainly that one. Um, and they're just fantastic. These children don't have computers, a lot of them, and they just really need the dictionaries, and that's one of our main projects. That's wonderful. Rotary did that. My Rotary Club used to do that. So that's, that's another great project of just you're making a difference in the community, not in the headlines, but you're making a difference. That's awesome. We are visiting with Marion Peterson. She's the immediate past president. I'm sorry. She's the current president of the Riverside Republican uh, Women. Shelly Linda Kugel, who's the immediate past president, and also Billy Payne from the Riverside Republican Women Federated, uh, a service group in the Riverside area that gets politically involved. And they're participating in the upcoming Unite IE Conservative Conference. Uh, we want to come when we come back after the break. I want to learn a little bit about what your reasons are for being involved. Why are you involved and what is it that uh, we want to try to encourage people out there in the community to do to become part of what you're doing? We'll be back right after a break with from All Star Collision, the place to take your car if you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased to have in studio today Miriam Peterson, uh, Billy Payne, and Shelley Lindekugel from the Riverside Republican Women Federated. And they're talking about the things that their group is doing in the community. And they have a great fundraising and a fun event coming up. Why don't you tell us about it? We have a fashion show, which is our main fun, main fundraiser for the year. And that's coming up on Friday, April the 15th at the Victoria Club in Riverside. Um, you could go to our website, which is www.riversiderepublicanwf.org. And you can get the, the details for how to RSVP. And also, if you aren't, weren't able to grab a pencil and write that down, you can always go to the UniteIE.com website, pull up either the calendar or the map, and uh, see on the – it's the, the third – your, your regular meetings are the third Friday of the month. Correct. Right. However, this particular event – oh, I see. Reservations are required by Tuesday, April 12th. This particular event is the third Friday – April 15th. 
And uh, you have some interesting keynote speakers that you've uh, brought in. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you decided to have as your keynote speakers for your fashion show on April 15th? We are going to have Ken, Don, and Jen from AM590. No way. Really? (laughs) We were so lucky to get them. You were because they book up quick. (laughs) I know it. (laughs) Well, no, it's our pleasure, and we're very excited to participate. Now, this is a fashion show. I know we're talking about politics. This is your your fundraiser. Um, This is a fashion show for everybody because we're not talking about uh, French, uh, you know. No, couture, no. Couture. (laughs) We're talking about everyday, usable uh, type of fashion that, you know, everybody. Who's your uh, featured uh, store? Steinmart. Yeah, we're Steinmart, Steinmart is doing the fashions this year. One of my ladies' favorite stores. And we also have men's fashions. Men's. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you want to see Don Dix walk the runway in high heels, this is an event not to miss. <laughs> well, I would like to see that. We will be inviting him. I to would do like that. to see that, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you have that event. Your meetings are the third Friday of every month, April 15th, a, a fundraiser at the Victoria Club. You can get your reservations at uh, and find more information out at uh, www.riversiderepublicanwf.org. Correct. And you have a good speaker coming up in March on the 18th. Tom Delbell Carl. Running for Senate. Senate, one for Barbara Boxer's seat. And Barbara's retiring this year, and we, Thank Lord knows, God. we need to get somebody with some sanity into California politics. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Okay, now, now, now into the good stuff here. Yeah. We haven't we haven't talked about the political campaign. I know that the Republican women as a group cannot endorse one Republican over another, but certainly as people that are cued in and, and uh, following the system, following what's happening, what are your individual opinions about the uh, the current political situation, the race? Or any other matter that's got your attention, whether it's national security or schools or whatever, uh, floor is yours. What's got you fired up? Why are I'm you involved? Just, I'm just involved. I just think the, the Republican Party and conservatives needed to get their kind of have some coordination between all of them or we are going to lose. <laughs> well, so I, I think, think we can we end the program to- <laughs> right there. Well said. We agree. That's my feeling about it. How we're going to do this, I really don't have the answer, but... I think probably in the end it will. I'm well, hopeful. We know one thing. We can't quit. <laughs> Let me ask yes. you this. I mean, there, there's, there's a certain people that say, well, you know, if we could just get the right president in there and ch- you know, ch- tink, uh, change the tax system, have a new tax system and so on, thing, and some, some other changes, changes, things would be good. Right. And then there's, then there's a group of people that tend to think, no, the country is really seriously in trouble culturally, uh, that with, the, with the open borders, with, with demographically, we're, cha- we're just fundamentally changing the, the principles on which this country was right. based and, and is really in serious trouble. And where, where in that spectrum do you guys fall? I think it's almost too late. I think if we don't, if a major shift doesn't happen soon, it's going to be too late. I think that Democrats have gotten to be the party of the kind of the glamour party. They're they're cool. They're kind. They're they care about everyone. And for some reason, Republicans aren't looked upon that way. And and I think we are more so that way. Um, Why do you say that? I, I I think that for one thing, the Democrats have got the media's ear right. Then they are the no, media. No, okay, they no. are the why, media. Why is conservatism kinder and more compassionate? Than liberalism, let's give them money. There you go. Dependency, right? We had Jim Brulte at our last meeting, and he spoke about something that, that's kind of my passion, and that is diversity. So I think that when people think about Republicans, they think about white, middle-aged male. 
And that's not true. It's so not true. But we need to be more diverse as a party. And we need to, um, Jim Brulte kept saying that we need to look like the people, the constituency, right? And we don't. We don't reflect that as well as we should, and we don't reach out as well as we should. And when we go to our our luncheons every month, and I look out on a a group of older white ladies for the most part, and I'm not sure how to integrate and how to reach out and get that diversity going, but I think it's really important for our party going forward. Amen. I I agree, and and, and it is about outreach and reaching out into communities and, and all sorts of communities. Roughly two-thirds of Republicans feel, on polling show that they are feel betrayed, not dissatisfied, not unhappy with, betrayed by the Washington Republicans. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. So what should we do about it? Well, you have to get the, peop- the right candidate, the right president in there that is going to follow through with our policy, or our conservative viewpoint on how we want the country to where we want the country to go and that's got to be why donald trump is so popular right he's the outsider he's not he's not a made man he's got all of his own money Ooh, made man you can tell you're from the east coast how many people would know on the west coast what a made man is (laughs) true in some places made man would have a whole different meaning exactly would yes yep no, yeah, you're, you're right. He's not. He's not a part of the uh, quote-unquote establishment. So that's part of the allure. And that's why Bernie Sanders is so popular. Again, on the left, he's not He's not viewed as being part, even though he's a senator, he's not viewed as being part of the establishment per se. Would any of you like to give your own personal opinion about who you favor for president? Marco Rubio. There you go. Strong Donald, out there. Donald Trump. And Donald Trump. That's going to be an interesting car ride home. Hey, Billy? <laughs> Billy, you, Billy? You, you haven't weighed in? Yeah, but... Uh, I, I'm kind of waving, but I, it doesn't matter who is our candidate. I, they will have my vote, and they will have my loyalty and my Beautiful. full support. So, because any candidate that we have, I look at the spectrum, every single one of them is heads and tails above what the Democrats are offering us. So you're in the any of the above category. Any of the above. They're Beautiful. going to be great people. Marco Rubio is very intelligent. So is Ted Cruz. They're, I think they'll make great presidents. Donald uh, Trump, I mean... I don't think he'll be a bad president. Got I it. really don't. I think he's got a lot of experience that he can bring a whole different uh, attitude to the office, and it may be what our country needs. We may need a big shakeup right now, and he may be the person to do it. Certainly better than Hillary oh, or Bernie yes. or whoever it is that emerges from that Absol- side of the Absolutely yep. better than either one of them. We cannot thank you enough for coming in and taking your time to uh, speak to our audience today. And look Absolutely. Forward to, look forward to seeing you at the Unite IE Conservative Conference. And, of course, if they want to find out yep. more information about your organization or your uh, fashion show, and if they want to see Don Dix go down the runway in high heels, they should go to www.riversiderepublicanwf.org. I should do some kind of challenge and say that if folks uh, pay me enough money, not me, but I mean, to contribute enough money, then uh, I'd be willing to walk down. For, for a to- okay, here we'll do it. For a total of one thousand dollar contribution, and in, individual or collectively, to the to the red, to the Riverside Republican women, Don Dix will walk down the aisle in high heels. And I don't, but can, assuming you guys can find high heels, I was going to say yeah. fit it. Yeah. eleven and a half Gee. wide. Well, we'll work on it. If we get the thousand bucks, we'll have them made. If you get the thousand dollars, and if you can find the high heels that fit, I will walk down your. 
Get fashion show runway. And then those shoes, we mm. are not responsible. Mm. We well, that, that, goes with, that goes without and, saying. And for $2,000, he'll wear fishnet stockings. Ooh. <laughs> but that's a private showing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for what you do in the community. Um, again, you can go to uniteie.com, uh, the website, find out more information about the Riverside Republican Women Federated and all the groups that participate in. We're looking forward to seeing you at the Unite IE Conservative Conference on the 19th. Thanks so much for having us. It's been great. Thank you. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Yeah. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we are pleased to be joined here in our last segment by um, someone who's very close to me, Carolyn Hayes, who is um, a significant other and my co-leader in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and cohort in thought crime. And she had the opportunity to go here Thursday Thursday night? Well, well, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, sorry, after the Nevada caucus, Republican caucus uh, to hear Trump's victory speech. I waited in line for hours and finally got up to the front rail. So, Carolyn, tell us all about it. Oh, what an exciting experience. It was incredible. We got to the hotel about 5.30, and there was already a line about 60 feet long, four people wide, standing very peacefully, waiting to get into this event, which was not going to start until 8 p.m. But during that exciting time, we I met and talked with so many interesting people. Right where I was standing, there were people all the way from Connecticut, Tennessee, Florida, from the West Coast. We had Arizona, California, Nevada, all within a foot or so of me in this line. Everyone was very peaceful, and we were looking forward to this event. The interesting thing about it was the conversation was all the same. The people that were there expressed their anger, their disappointment in the GOP. They felt that their party had betrayed them, and they looked to Trump as though he is the last best hope. And I heard this again and again as we were waiting in the line. And as we were standing there, that line grew and grew. I would say there were, uh, it went back 300 feet before we were allowed in at 8 o'clock. And then you had to wait for, for the Donald. Oh, yes, of course we had to wait for the Donald. But even before that, we were escorted up the stairs to the second floor ballroom and we were 
poked through a security line. We were frisked. They searched our purses. My friend had uh, pepper spray. They took it away, and she didn't get it back. But finally, we proceeded into the ballroom, and we elbowed our way up to the very front, and we were so happy that we were right in the front row center. What were your impressions? Go ahead. Go ahead. What were your impressions? Um, I mean, from from seeing and hearing him so close. When he walked in, it was just an amazing sight to watch a man with this determined jaw, looking straight ahead, eyes clear. You could tell that he was a determined person. He was focused on his mission. He know what he knows what he is about. And he is relentless. You just see that in him. The energy was astounding. And, of course, he said his few words that he's been saying repeatedly, and we've all seen that on TV so far. But when he was finished, his security people were surrounding him. He came down into the aisleway that was just in front of where we were standing, and he shook hands with a lot of us who were right there in that front row. And I was one of those fortunate people that got to shake his hand. And handshakes always tell me a lot. So when he got to me, it was quite a grip, very firm grip. In fact, it was so hard that it made an impression on my finger. I had a ring on that finger, and uh, it made a red spot in, in my hand. So that's how focused, how positive, how determined this man is. And you haven't washed that hand since, I understand. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the people there, were they, were they cognizant of Trump's personal, maybe foibles or character or personality? We didn't really talk about that much. What I did hear from people was that they were excited. They were very much promoting his success. We watched the reports from the various uh, precincts, and some of them had him up in the 70% range, and, of course, that was exciting for everybody. Well, we're, we've, so, only, we've only got about a minute left, and we've got to wrap okay. up. Thank you so much for being with us here. You're going to be, of course, at the March 19th Unite IE Conservative Conference, aren't you, Carolyn? I wouldn't miss it. Well, it's going to be great. We had Evan Say It on earlier. There's a great lineup of speakers, including Bill Whittle, of course, Evan Say It, Pastor Jack Hibbs. Pastor Jack Hibbs. We've got uh, a California. Stacey Dash. We've added her to the lineup. Stacey Dash has been. And we've just had a conversation this week with another surprise speaker. So stay tuned to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. I know. Next Saturday, we're going to make a big announcement on the Unite Inland Empire radio program next Saturday. I can't wait. At 4 o'clock. As always, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to the archives of our show at uniteie.com and AM590 The Answer. Have a great weekend. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.